Don't give me that stink face. Not Hi. the stink face. Not this. This face could never be stinky. Actually, it could. Yes. Yes. It yeah. Can. Yeah. It can. Uh, <laughs> In the mornings before. Do I you put ever it get on. accused of resting bitch face? Oh, all the time. Do you really? Well, not so much resting bitch face, active bitch face. Because I usually mean it when my face is bitchy. Because that's really my thoughts being red on my face. See, I I am a such a good poker player when it comes to situa- social situations. Because you're fake. Um, true. As press on nails. Um, so much so that it, <laughs> one of my colleagues today was uh, talking to another one of our team members. And she was working on an email and I guess she was struggling with how she was wording things. And he was like, talk to Adam. And I heard my name and I was like, what? Um, and they were like, Adam knows how to finesse words. I'm like, are you saying that I'm full of shit? <laughs> like, yes, essentially. Well, no. We need you to massage your language so that it sounds appealing, but deliver a hard message. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but you're also very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Approachable. Yes, yes, I am. I you, am in person, in person. I am, but I, yes, just not over the phone. Or, well, no, yeah, I'm just, phone. I'm saying an email okay. is one thing. You can craft words and yes. go and re-edit it and whatever before you send. But in person, on the fly, if somebody's like, eh, you're not, like me, I'm like, excuse me? You know, you're, you're like, mm. No, I am, but I've also, so I, I think I have a skill set that, I can manipulate words to sound appealing in some not so appealing situations and make it sound professional, digestible, and then you get it. You're like, okay, yep, that makes sense. That's what I mean. I don't have that. Well, it's very difficult for me to be like that. I, I, what you see is what you get, and I wear my emotions on my sleeve, and I try, Mm -hmm. I try, especially if I'm in, you know, professional situations or whatever, but. I'm going to tell you, it's hard for me. Yeah. See, I, I can play the game and it's like, I, and to your point, like I'm, I'm real, I'm real, but I can also play the game and like put things aside and yeah. be in it. I can and... only do it for so long, like minutes, because when I play the game, <laughs> I resent it the whole time. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Like I can go home. Like mm, see, I, I see as a de- challenge. I'm like, I don't need to deal with these fake ass people like i'm thinking these people don't know what they're talking about and exactly there are eight billion other people in the world i can go find somebody else who's really (laughs) got it going on and deal with them that's fair but i see it as an opportunity for me to spin it get my voice in and make the change that uh, with the outcome that i'm you ain't never gonna change people like that uh power of influence power of influence i am very uh you know i'm very influential oh are you yeah, all 38 followers, thanks oh to moi. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. He's a mess, is what you oh. Well, that's why we're show starters. <laughs> um, but yeah, how, how are you doing, Andrew? <laughs> I'm good. I'm, you know, it's that time of the year. It is. Time for presents and lots of cheer. 
<laughs> friends and family draw near. It's so Christmas. We, okay, okay. We've talked about it offline, but I, I'm at some point going to post our little present that we <laughs> put together last last time. We did time. not put it together. It was literally <laughs> offhand. Like, but I also think we need to do it legitly and legitimately, and then uh, post for our our listeners as a little oh. treat. I don't care if you if you post the one we did. I thought it was Oh, I know. Nice. We did a <laughs> did little too. duet. <laughs> For one night only, the stylings of Adam and Andrew. It's true. No, it's I, true. I'm good. Um it's Christmas season. I'm feeling festive. Yeah, um, I saw a little bit of your work at the Mans. Yes, I decorated um, a historic mansion here in town, the Ruth Muir. Um, it's a house museum now. And I, I decorated the entire mansion back in 2012. So that was, you know, seven years ago. Um, and then I did it in 2013 and 2000, I think, 14 again. Um, wow. And it's a 12,000 square foot mansion. It's huge. And then I took some time off. And this year they're doing a charity um, type thing where different local designers and stores independently owned stores in our area each get a room are asked to decorate a room and um you decorate the room with whatever inspiration or theme you would like you have to supply your own decorations and your own you know team and whatnot and then you associate yourself with um, a charitable organization a not-for-profit and the public comes in takes the holiday tours of the house and Mm -hmm. they get to vote on their favorite room and whoever wins, their charity of choice gets a thousand dollar donation. So it's a nice, you know, give back. So. I hope that you listed either A me or <laughs> B show starters as your charity of choice. <laughs> no, uh, my charity oh, of choice on. was the Andrew Foundation for Vacations. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> no, I I teamed up with um cancer resources for Elkhart County. That's a charity that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And I've done charity events for them in the past. Um, I had a thing called cocktails for cancer that we did for several years. Yeah. And, that's right. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Did you ever go to that? I might've gone to one of the events. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's been yeah. such a long time though. Yeah. I did it for several years and then my, my co-chair um, passed away actually of cancer a few years ago. Oh. And then I was living in Europe and, it just kind of fizzled out and you know you know me i know well I maybe keep, it's i keep to myself that <laughs> i keep to myself these days i'm not trying to see or be seen well <laughs> i like my privacy time. and mm. but um yeah so i i hope that i hope that we win and that the cancer organization it's their donation but even if not there are so many wonderful worthy causes you know yeah so show starter fans if you're local head down to the ruth Muir mans and vote on andrew's yeah. uh andrew's display so he can get that money is yeah. for that charity tours are now through the end of the year Boop. but no it's, so that put me in a festive mood and all my decorations are up and um my dad and stepmom put all their christmas lights out and so whenever i go over there for dinner it's just so festive did did you ever get all of your pine back into your plants oh from all gosh. that wind? Yeah, so I fill all my. I have five window boxes on the house, flower boxes um, at the windows, uh, two upstairs and three on the main level. And 
I fill them with evergreen branches. And we had, I filled them, and then we had like 60 mile per hour winds. Mm-hmm. Like around Thanksgiving, and it blew half of the evergreens out. I'm like, <laughs> yes. what in the world? But the good news is, it blew your neighbors into your yours. So uh, right. A whole tree came over, so I was like, oh, <laughs> no. So yeah, I, I refilled those and got all my leaves back out of the yard. But what is a the mess. appliance still across the street? No. <laughs> okay. Thank God. Some scrapper picked it up. I'm like, don't put that shit on the curb. The ghetto. The ghetto. Oh. Well, I'm glad you've got all of your your business in order. That is good to hear. Yeah. Speaking of business, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? (laughs) Yeah, what are we talking about? Oh, you want to talk about business? Let's talk business. But let me tell you about business. (laughs) It's the holiday season. There's a lot going on. It is. I'm a very busy entrepreneur and also a consultant. And sometimes business needs to take a seat. (laughs) Yes. Yes. What I mean by that is, okay, see, this is where my emotions are on my sleeve. (laughs) Let me rephrase this for, for an email. Um. I appreciate the fact that you would like this done right now. However, I have prior engagements, and this isn't my entire life. <laughs> no, that's the, see, that's the kind of stuff I would say. Yes, you would. I've been feeling overwhelmed lately with requests from clients and from customers, and then putting pressure on myself. So I don't know. Are, are, do, are that... you hard on yourself? I'm always hard on myself. Oh, you're um, disgusting. <laughs> um, well, let me ask, before I answer, let me ask you this question. With everything that you're you're referencing as far as work goes, is do you have busy times in a seasonality? So is this just inherently, due to the nature of the work, a busy time? No. Okay. Then yes, set boundaries and set back. But in my heart of myself, depends on what it is. If it's something I really care about and am passionate about, I tend to be a little more rigid on myself and be less forgiving. Um, where there are things that I um, don't pay no mind, that that could, that could, no problem. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So it depends. Yeah, that's something that I'm working on. I've realized. Um that I am extremely hard on myself in almost every aspect of life. And that is not a good thing. And it's not the way that I want to be. So I'm working on um, noticing it first. So when the inner critic thoughts come up of like, you could have done better, you should be doing all the shoulds, I want to take should out of my vocabulary. That's a great point. I mean, uh, yeah, I berate myself with, well, you should do this, you should do that. Or when I'm doing something that I enjoy, I've never been busier than I have been this this last year. And and you say that now, and then in a year, you'll look back and you'll say the same thing, which is good. I mean, because it's progress. But may, Maybe, but is it progress? Because I'm hearkening back to the days a few years ago when I was still being productive, but also really enjoying my life. And Mm -hmm. it's not that I'm not enjoying my life, but I am not enjoying it to the fullest right now. So the change needs to happen. Well, you can still be as busy, but you need to evolve your process. So you're still busy, but maybe you're delegating or you've 
gotten to the point where you've added a team member and you, you're doing more delegation or you're including other third party consult. I don't know, like you, you evolved so you can still be busy or as busy, but you should not be in the same exact place this mm. time next year. You should have evolved at some, you know, a little bit, but I like that you yeah. said no shoulds. I love that. Well, I would like to replace the word should with could because it then puts the power and the decision-making back in my hands, which is always in my hands, but should is um, a victim. Should is berating yourself. Should is criticizing yourself. Whereas if you replace it with could, it's a choice. So I, let's say I'm sitting down reading a magazine for pleasure and inside my inner critic is saying, Andrew, you should be in there working. You know that client wants this thing done, and you should be in mm-hmm. there doing your, you know, your monthly books so that your accounting's up. And you actually you should go and vacuum out the car because there's leaves on the on the rug, and you're picking someone up tomorrow, and you don't want to seem like you're dirty. And you should go do lo- instead right. replace that with, I could go into my office. And sit down at my desk and I could do my books for the month. But is that something that I really need to do right now or want to do? It puts the the decision making process back inside your own responsibility, you know? Yeah. I love that. The only thing that anyway, I've talked a little bit about this before too, but the other thing that I've been i I've been more aware of and focused on is not is not saying sorry. Oh uh, yeah. And just kind of reducing that and totally skipping the apologies and instead um, changing it, changing up the narrative to say, you know, I appreciate your flexibility or thank you for moving the, you know, the appointment or, or what have you, instead of saying, I'm so sorry I had a conflict, you know, blah, 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 yeah. just jumping to, to. Thanks for your understanding. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. So we're going to cut out the shoulds and the sorries. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a process, though. It it's, is. It's undoing old habits and patterns and thought patterns. And um, yeah, I don't know what it is. And I'm, I'm really trying to deal with the root problem here because quitting all my jobs and starting something new isn't the solution because no. these same things would show up again. Um, so I'm not trying to run, but figuring out what the underlying issues are with why am I so hard on myself? Why do I expect so much out of myself and why do I criticize myself when I'm not being productive um, and how can I stop doing that what what is the the road to recovery that sounds so dramatic but you know I'm gay <laughs> I, 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 true true to all of that drama um, darling I, but I think that's tough because you are an entrepreneur so your livelihood is totally dependent on how ambitious you are how well representative of, of your brand you are like all of that. So everything resides, all of your success in financial future resides on what you're doing now and the work that you're doing. So I, I can get that as to why you would be, you know, a little harder on yourself than maybe others at like a nine to five job because the buck stops with you. Yeah, and you're you can't leave it at the door. For you you right. cannot leave it at the door at the end of the day. It's it's there all the time. And, you know, that, that leads me into two things that I've been thinking about lately, and I I would love to get your thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. One being less is always an option. Now for me, that just, 
<sighs> Exhale, shoulders <sighs> down. Like that feels so good to me to realize that less is always an option. Less of less income, less work, okay. less demanding on myself. It's always an option. Yes. I'm not saying it's the right one or one that I'm going to take. But again, it's like the could versus should. It puts the power back in my decision-making hands and helps me to realize, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why am I pushing myself? Oh, because I have these financial goals and because I understand that the more people you work with, the more people they introduce you to and could lead to more ideal clients. Okay. However, less is always an option. And maybe less temporarily is an option. Maybe mm-hmm. a six, six month, let's, you know, shift it back for six months and regain focus. Yeah, that's an interesting point. The other thing too that um, I've been I've been exploring a lot of, especially with the entrepreneurial component, is, and starting to talk about rates and uh, what makes sense. It's like you could you could work with ten people and charge a hundred dollars, or you could work with five people and charge them a thousand dollars. And you'll come out with so it's just like knowing your worth. Well, so, yeah, but you have to justify I, that. So agreed, there, there, there's the principle but, in 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 retail sales. If you want to be the Walmart, and you're selling quantity, a lot of cheap shit, they're making right. a ton of money. Or you can yes. be, you know, the Neiman Marcus, higher level, charging a lot more per item. And, and still making the same amount, yes. and selling less of it. Yeah. Which one do well, you want to be? And the same is said for you know being a consultant or you know those or. But they have two different products. They do, and two Agreed. different customers. It's not the same thing. So, so somebody Completely that agree. that wants to buy something from Walmart is not going to go to Neiman Marcus. So if you're going to be the Neiman Marcus and work with less people, you have to have a a superior product and be able to justify why you're charging that. And find the right group of people to buy because, but they're out there, obviously they're buying. So yes, you can do less, but that doesn't always mean that you're going to be sacrificing everything that you have now. It's just have to be thoughtful about what adjustments you need to make. But okay. So that was point one. You said you're, you're processing through. Yeah. Okay. So the second thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and I've had discussions with friends, um, is that they always say, do your best mm-hmm. in every situation. And one thing that I often say to clients or customers or companies that I'm working for is, when, especially when they're being demanding and, and timelines and things like that, and you know, I say, um, well, my best I can give you. More than my best, I can't do. So I will give you my best. But I've realized recently that your best fluctuates. It's on a sliding scale from day to day. Some days your best is amazing and better than anyone. And other days your best isn't so great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. all de- it all depends on the circumstance and... You know, if someone's asking you, you to do something that you're not as comfortable with or familiar with or it's new to you, your best isn't going to be the best of anyone out there because you're a novice. You know, you're new. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, it's totally situational. There's so many variables involved. Or you might be tired, or you might right. be sick, you have, or you might have personal mm-hmm. issues going on. Right, right. But how do you communicate that? You can't. I mean, because especially when you've delivered a product or a service and it was flawless, and then you're asked to do that again and replicate that, and you may not reach that quite a, as much or hit that target exactly it just it is what it is i mean you got to be you got to be prepared for the feedback or to adjust or to do something again like to redo something i guess but you know it happens for sure it happens yeah but what 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 if what if okay so let's say there's a time constraint and let's say you you have a project that needs to be completed in one month you're in. You're hungry for it. You're eager for it. You've prepared. You know, I would kick this project's ass. I got it. Mm-hmm. And you do it. You do it excellently. You give it your all. And they're like, yes. And then they give you another project the next month. But the next month, you're going through health issues. Or you're fighting with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Or one of your parents gets sick. Or your parents get divorced. Or whatever. You end up mm-hmm. in a financial crisis because your car gets totaled and it's not covered by insurance. And yeah. you're like, I got to come up with money to buy a new car and whatever. So your mind's on other things. You're stressed for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And your best is not necessarily being devoted the same as it was the previous month. And so then you deliver a product that's still good, but it's not superior quality like the last one. It's very difficult to justify. Sure, but I think sometimes, depending, of course, on the product, the service, or the relationship, it you can professionally be transparent to a certain extent. So, if I mean, you never want it to be an excuse. So when you hand in something and you I say, that. "Listen, this is not my best work because I was going through a divorce this month," they're gonna go, "I don't, I, you know, I, I'm sorry to hear that, but I frankly don't care what you're going through because." I Which is so shitty, job. but yeah. It is, but in the same token, you know, if you're on the receiving end of that, you're like, oh, I'm really sorry to hear that, but I really need this to be mm-hmm. the exact product that you gave me. Like, I get it. So it just depends. Sometimes you can be transparent and that will leverage either an extended timeline or give you a grace of, of I don't know, of of them saying, yeah, okay, no no worries. Like, this is fine. This is good. We'll work with this. So that's I hard. Know. I think I was, I should have been born extremely wealthy where I don't have to worry about making money ever <laughs> again because I hate that. <laughs> I know. And it shouldn't all boil down to money, but it always does. It like always every, does. I know. I know. I know. Because I say the same thing. I'm like, I, 99% of my stress would be eliminated if I didn't have student loan debt. Mm-hmm. If that was gone, mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how tenfold like satisfied my life would be because mm-hmm. I don't have I wouldn't have that hanging over my head and I would be like, "Yeah, life is great. I can do this, this, this." Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I feel like I'm just shackled because of that. And so and I'm sure everybody has their own thing that shackles them down, but it, most of it boils down to money or finances. <sighs> So I agree. I just, I should have been born rich. But I I will say what I wasn't given financially, I was given leaps and bounds in experiences and 
valuable life lessons and what it means to be cared for and loved and appreciated. So. Yeah, but none of that stuff matters. (laughs) (laughs) JK, JK, JK. Uh, Just kidding. Um, Yeah. Tis the season. (laughs) And I, I I will say, I will say when I think about things like that and I don't know, for me, I have to get back to like my personal power and freedom. If I don't feel free, ooh, like nobody's going to win here. Not me and not y'all. Yeah. Like yeah, if I, I think, feel shackled down. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think we all need to have either that that light at the end of the tunnel so we know either something great is coming or we're striving for something different and better. So maybe you are working that same tired boring ass nine to five job but on the back end you are taking that class to get this to elevate to the next level or you know Mm -hmm. you've been saving along the way to set aside to buy that house or to get that you know put a down payment on and and, you know i don't know get a job you know better job it should be so you become and your own business i don't know that as long as we have that something that we're looking forward to. Otherwise, if you don't have that, it is it can be very defeating and just yeah, bleak. Well, and one thing that I just decided today, actually, how, how timely. Um, <laughs> I have not done anything creative in a while. And I'm a creative person. (laughs) Never mind. I can't say it. What? Say Say it. You're disgusting. You're not painting with your penis anymore. You're disgusting. Why would you say that? (laughs) Uh, In some markets, I'm sure you could do very well with it. But look, (laughs) look, I don't do that. FYI. Um, Wine and canvas night at Andrews. <laughs> Whip it out. Everything looks like an eggplant. Um, just slap it on the canvas. You're a mess. No, but I, I'm a creative person, and I yeah. haven't really had that outlet in a while. And I I decided today, I was reading an article, and I got a bunch of old magazines from like back in the 80s and 90s that I had that my mom had saved that I had saved and just going through them because that was a different time. Mm-hmm. Now we are so tech obsessed and I mean thank God cuz we wouldn't be able to do this podcast without tech and right. you know I I wouldn't have half my jobs without the internet and technology and uh, apps and all that. But this article was talking about the importance of writing things down in your own hand, your handwriting Mm-hmm. and um, creating tangible things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been doing everything online. I need to create like on paper, like, yeah, you know, whether it's uh, create a vision board, um, scrapbook, write, actually write a journal. I'm going to have so many old journals from back in the day that I hand wrote. Now I journal on my computer. Like it's there is a difference. There absolutely and, is a difference. And so I am going to set up uh, a space in my home dedicated to creativity. It's going to be a small space, not my office where I'm at right now. 
This is right. For you work. don't want to confuse work and outlet. Yes. And okay. I love my office. My office is beautiful. It's. I love my desk. I love everything in it. And mm-hmm. I set myself up for success when I work. But for creativity, I think I'm going to take a space in one of the guest bedrooms upstairs. Because the living rooms, which are public spaces. And yes, I live alone. Yes. Yeah. But those are places where people are... Entertain. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're entertaining. Mm-hmm. And this is a space for no one to judge but me. And I want... And, and how often do I have guests? Overnight right. guests. Right. Not often. And both guest rooms being used at the same time? Very rarely. Rare. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take the one that has a little nook in it and make a little creative space. I'm going to find an antique desk that I love, a small little writing desk that I love, um, artwork that I love, a lamp that I love, a candle that I love, everything that I love. Like this little tiny space is Andrew's. Almost like a child would create their own little nook, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. I'm going to create this wonderful space for myself where when I need a respite from the world, I can go there and I can either read a comfortable chair, read, write, create, get my glue gun out, uh, craft, <laughs> make Not something. The glue gun. Yeah, honey, the glue gun, the glue stick, everything. <laughs> I'm going to be putting pine cones on a picture frame and sending it to you. Like making things pretty. Like, this is great, Andrew. Did that kindergarten class you read to every day do this? Yeah, no, but honestly, honestly, there's something yeah. to be said. It's like almost adult crafts. Which I love. Like, we did crafts and all that stuff growing up, and I try to still do something uh, like that often. So I just recently, I, I agree with you. When you have a creative outlet, I think it helps you with mental stability, and you have something to focus your energies on, and that tangible component of yeah. like, oh, I accomplished this. This is great. Um, I, I started buying... Uh, uh, some products to do sugar cookie decorating. I love like it. Fancy sugar cookie decorating. Oh, so I've been like yes. watching videos and, yes. and the technique and recipes. And so that will be coming up soon. You better make some for me. <laughs> I will. I no, will. I love a sugar be cookie now. Dick cookies. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but no, I like, I, I so I, I got all the materials now. And uh, I think this week or weekend I will um, take take my hand at it. But yeah, it's just something to like, and, and, and it changes often. So like this time it was sugar cookies. Yep. You know, I've done different things before. I've done you know sewing or painting and all this kind of stuff. But I love it. It's a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And I love like I love shells, and I have a bunch of pieces of broken shells and coral pieces that. I want to create a sculpture with, or I don't know, something like that kind of thing. And then, like you said, it will change. And then maybe I'll do watercolor painting or mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe I'll write a short story or a poem. But in that space, it's dedicated to whatever Andrew wants to do. Yeah. Creatively. I love it. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I need it. With all the demands that are on me right now. Man, I'm just going to tell you right now, whoo, Chad, you got to take some time for yeah. yourself. Well, and it's smart that you're doing a separate space. So you it's it's not it's not enough to mentally do it or it's not enough to 
Yes, not enough to just mentally do it. You have to physically remove yourself from the space that's yes. maybe causing pressure or oh, stress. Oh, and no phones, no computer, no technology allowed in that space. Well, unless you're using it for reference. Nope. Like, so for me, nope. I would use it for nope. a recipe or not maybe for me. go back to that video. So I, I don't have to not totally disconnect. I'm disconnecting. Goodbye. <laughs> nope, not for me. I want to disconnect. I want to feel like I'm completely free. That's funny. I think you were born centuries later than you should have been. I think so too, but I like deodorant and stuff and like indoor plumbing and hot water. And being an out and about homosexual. And playing. No, I could be I could be in the closet. I'm fine. I might go back in the closet so actually. Stupid. This hasn't been all it's cracked up to be. It's so mm. stupid. Then uh, you're doing it all wrong. Yeah, I probably am, yeah. but let, let Papa Adam show you. Back in the I day, men have always been fine, so I would always be a cool being a guy. <laughs> you know, especially True. I'm the oldest. I'm firstborn. Like I would have inherited stuff, and right, I could have found some broad to marry. Sorry, ladies. No, <laughs> no, you could have still been under. Listen, yes, you could have married, but you know, uh-huh. the men's is back in the day were on well, the yeah, DL. Well, yeah, they still on the DL. I'd be on the DL too. Yeah, you can find yeah. me in a back passage, and mm-hmm, uh-huh. mm-hmm. your wife a virgin, honey. <laughs> why oh, do you have I herpes? <laughs> So I do think I think maybe I'm making a mistake by not having kids. Speaking of that, I know we're like Ugh. trying to wind down this episode. Yes, I mean, you're gonna throw in kids. I'm thinking that maybe I should have had kids or should still have them. You but I don't adopt. want I don't want to adopt. They always turn on you. No, they do not. Yeah, they do. Not always. Most of the time, in Most my mind. Most of the time, but not. In my always. mind, they do. I watch too many soap operas. No. Okay. So, um. This I, we should not be talking about. This I need bone point, of my but, bone and flesh of my um, flesh. What? So I I swear I read this on. It was probably a clickbait title somewhere. But a twin, no, a twin or a sibling, it doesn't matter. Um, did not realize that their sibling or twin was adopted, and like states away, found them through whatever freak reason, and was romantically involved. And then prior to like a wedding, realize that they were married. That's a legit concern. Could you imagine like if no. you were dating somebody no. and they had no clue that they were adopted and you realized like through like 23 and me that y'all were related? That's my blood sibling. That's disgusting. Right. Could you imagine? Especially as a gay person, like because you're not procreating. So it's just like. Oh, my God. Ugh. That's like. Grecian or Roman, like, right? Mm, but honey. you didn't know. Is that I I I say continue it. Just like what go with the, it. No, you're disgusting. Yes. <laughs> when you know better, you do better. And what does that have to do with me wanting to have children? I don't because we said adopted, and then that oh. got down to the the whole tangent. No, of. I want my own kid, but I don't want to do surrogacy or any of that stuff. Like I don't really you want to carry your kid. Are you going to carry your kid? Yeah, like come on. No, but. I'm thinking, like, do I get married, have a kid, and no. then get divorced? No. No. Why put another person through all of that? No. Excuse me. People, straighties do it all the time. Yeah, and look how miserable they are. That's why they hate the gays, because we're so fabulous and fun and enjoy life. And they're like, ugh. They're happy. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, we'll see. Whatever. I know. I know. You never know what's going to happen. That's right. And speaking of, 
<laughs> the only way to know is to follow us on social media, <laughs> Facebook, at uh, Showstarters Fans, and uh, Instagram, Showstarters. Um, and as always, you know where to find us on any other podcast platform. So we thank you for listening. Thank you for staying with us. This was a mess. No, it's not. It's a good, it's a good mess. Yeah, it's a good. Yes. It's a good mess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I need more Well, wine. I was going to say what a good mess is, but it's not appropriate. So we'll talk about it next time. Stay with us, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Good night, bitches. <laughs>